Welcome to the podcast of Unity Fort Worth. In it, you'll hear this week's message and meditation. If you'd like to hear and see the complete service, you can always find it at unityfortworth.org or on the Unity Fort Worth Facebook page. Unity Fort Worth focuses on positive and practical Christianity with a willingness to explore the entire world of religion and spiritual thought. Unity Fort Worth streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Thanks for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. So before I go into the message, I have a quick update. Instead of doing a town hall, Bill and I thought, I'll just mention it real quick. The sale has gone through. Um, we are officially funded, so we, we did receive the money. And also, um, Bill and I signed the lease agreement uh, with the church that we are going to at least temporarily go to, which is only five minutes north from here. First um, Congregational Church, a UCC denomination, United Church of Christ denomination, on Trail Lake. Can you believe it? So for most of us, it's barely a longer commute, and for some of us, a little less. So we're excited that both have gone through. Um, this is our second last Sunday. Next Sunday, we're going to have our burning bowl ceremony here, and so that we truly can let go allowing that release to happen. Not just, not just of our own personal things that we all have to work on, but really allowing this building to be released, okay? And our attachment that we may or may not have be released as well. So, um, I wanna talk about joy through just briefly, because we want to um, keep it relatively short today. And as we just heard with the Advent readings, these are the things we have been focusing on. Hope and faith, peace, love, and today, joy. And the visit of the Magi, I think, in English you call them Magi, right? Okay, correct. I got this right. <laughs> or the three wise men, right? Although it's actually, I don't know if you knew this, but some actually believe that, first of all, it never says that there were only three. It's actually quite likely that there were a lot more wise, not only men, some believe wise women, too. Because magi is not just a male title, magi is a title of someone who is very respected and very knowledgeable. And so I always loved the idea that um, there were men and women coming from the East and celebrating this important time. And so this story is really important here. And what happens in this story is, first of all, again, Jesus is born of course, and then the Magi arrive in Jerusalem to look for Jesus. While they're in Jerusalem, there, um, King Herod got all weird about it. Um, <laughs> he, he really did. He got all weird about it because, you know, of course, he, he, didn't, he, he was afraid that Jesus would take away his reign 
ultimately. And so that's why Mary and Joseph had to hide him, so to, so to speak. And then the priest and the scribes, they recite the prophet, prophecy. And then Herod asks the Magi to find Jesus and then let him know about it. Okay, so Herod understood that those wise people that came from the East, that they had something, they knew something that he didn't. Okay? And so he wanted them to come back through Jerusalem um, once they knew where Jesus was. And then, yes, the Magi found Jesus and gave him the three gifts. And then the Magi returned home without visiting with Herod. They went directly home. They didn't go back to Jerusalem. So how is this all significant? Well, we have the literal understanding here. And as we talked about over the past few Sundays, the birth of Jesus Christ is the birth of the Christ self, the spiritual gift that's being born within us. We all have spiritual gifts. The reason why we exist as human beings is because we ought to share those gifts with each other. That's why the biggest commandment is to love one another, to even love your enemy, because your enemy has also spiritual gifts that are important, not only for them personally, but for all of us together as a humanity. The Magi in Jerusalem, <clears throat> Jerusalem, first of all, means habitation of peace. But the Magi in Jerusalem, that meaning is that we have to come to peace in order for us to tap into those inner resources. The Magi represents the wisdom, that inner resource that we have that we can tap into. Now, Hero, all upset about stuff, is our own resistance. I talked a little bit a couple of weeks ago how um, when we birth a new spiritual gift, then it often happens that when we start to share that gift with others that we're being shut down. Remember that, that we talked about that for just very briefly. And you probably have all experienced that before in your life maybe as a child, maybe as a young adult, maybe just a few days ago, when you shared something with a loved one, and then you're kind of being looked at, are you really serious? Do you really think you need to sing right now? <laughs> or do you really want to do this? And so Herod has this resistance and judgment aspect in the story. And not only when we allow the spiritual gift to come forward, Sometimes our own resistance stands in the way because we often resist our own goodness. And that's something very important to understand, that sometimes it can absolutely be that our own gift that we have to share is suppressed by ourselves rather than by someone else. So then the prophecy is the I am promise. So when God spoke to Moses through the burning bush, he said his true name, which is I am, that I am, which is the representation of oneness. 
And here we have that I am promise. So we're learning through this story that the connection between the Hebrew scripture and the Hebrew tradition and the Jewish tradition and, and now what's in this particular case the beginning of Christianity. Hero's request is control and fear. So Hero was really, or Hero, um, was really afraid that Jesus will grow up. And that is our own fear. When we allow that spiritual gift to come forward, not only sometimes we resist it, but we can even be afraid. We can be afraid of it. And so we need to understand that that can also happen and that we sometimes want to control that spiritual gift rather than letting it fly, so to speak. Abundance, transformation, and eternity are the three gifts that are being given. That's what they represent. When we truly accept the Christ gift, that spiritual gift, once we get to the point allowing it to be born and truly accept it for what it is, then we are receiving these gifts. Then we are really tapping into abundance, transformation, and eternity. You know, when I'm thinking about what we're going through right now, you know, selling the property, it was a long, long road. I think we started two years ago, um, or even longer than that. And there's always, there has always been a moment, and I don't know about you, but where a thought comes up, oh my God, what's going to happen? And maybe that's how some of you feel right now. What is going to happen with this community? You know, especially when we have learned to understand our community matching with this beautiful sanctuary. And so, through that whole sales process, there were many, many times, too many for my taste, where we just were not sure if that sale would happen. And then, of course, the fear comes up, well, what happens if we don't sell? Then we have to look another two years. So all that fear that comes up, what will happen with our community? Will we be able to finance it? And so on, and so on. Whenever that fear comes up, then we have an opportunity to let go of that fear so that we can truly tap into the abundance. And I mean, it was almost perfect timing when the money came in and funded the sale. The board members will be able to tell you even a little bit more details but, uh, about that, but I'm pretty sure that every board member right now probably goes, oh, yes, because it took quite a bit um, trust and really faith in our community and in the good that unity has to offer that there can only be one outcome, that this community continues to exist. This unity has such a loving and embracing message to share. That's very rare. Not that other denominations don't do that, but we have a different way of doing that. And that's why we believe in these metaphysical symbolic interpretations. And then finally, 
when the Magi return um, and not go back to Herod, Herod, then that just simply means ignoring the chatter. So for the Magi to go back to east, from west to east, they came from the east to west, that means that within is brought outward, and when they go from west back to east, then the outer will go inward. Does that make sense? So it's a full circle, but throughout that process, we also sometimes just simply need to ignore the chatter here um, while this is all happening. So you can see there's a lot of obstacles that we can look at and, and, and process, but there's also a lot of goodness here. So in one sentence, we can simply say, when we step forward and bear our spiritual gifts, we might be challenged by our own fears, judgments, and regrets. Well, two sentences. We must remember that we have infinite amount of inner resources which are abundantly available, eternal, and ready to let us transform our spirituality out into this world. That's really a summary of the story. And that's where the joy comes in, doesn't it? Because if we are capable of doing that, who wouldn't be joyful? One of my favorite questions I sometimes ask volunteers is, does what you do for the church bring you joy? And whenever I feel that there is no longer joy, my encouragement is to find something else because we must start with joy. And again, most importantly here, we should remember that Mary is, is representing the love, which is the foundation of all transformation. So without Mary, without that love, no transformation would happen. If we don't learn to love, and as a community, if we remember to love as a community, then nothing can happen to our community. Yes, it might change. The people may look differently. Uh, maybe at some point there's a different minister. Who knows? But the community itself, that will always remain. Because when we focus on love, focus on Mary, then we have that foundation. One more thing. Joy is not just a feeling, and you have probably by now are familiar with that whole concept. It's not just a feeling, and it's eternally available. So true joy, the joy that I'm speaking of today, is not just a joyful feel feeling. True joy is very similar to peace, to love, to that foundation that I was talking about over the past few weeks. And finally, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. The rejoicing part always tells us that it's always possible to rejoice and that we must start and learn to find that joy even in those dark moments when we don't feel joyful at all. Same as with peace. We can find true peace even in those moments when we don't feel peaceful at all. 
we find true love, we are able to find true love, even in those moments when we don't feel loving or loved. So joy is just like love. Joy is meant to be shared. We find joy in helping others to find it. And with that, I think that was my last slide. And um, instead of a meditation, we go right into our 12th power ceremony. And Andrew, maybe we can take down the lights a little bit. And so we begin. First candle is faith. We light this candle of faith to celebrate our gift to this world. We acknowledge our ability to believe and perceive a world divinely expressed through harmony and oneness between God and humanity. I have faith in my divine excellence. Let's say this together. I have faith in my divine excellence. We light this candle of strength to celebrate our gift to this world. We acknowledge our ability to endure and persevere the challenges and obstacles laid in front of us. We show strength as we follow the truth we know. I am strong and powerful to, my, to face my life's opportunities. Let's say this together. I am strong and powerful to face my life's opportunities. Wisdom. We light this candle of wisdom to celebrate our gift to this world. We acknowledge our ability to discern the truth that lies in front, behind, beneath, and above us. We confidently apply what we know to be true. I make wise and deliberate decisions. Let's say this together. I make wise and deliberate decisions. We light this candle of love to celebrate our gift to this world. We acknowledge our ability to attract ourselves to that which we desire. We express harmony and un unity in heart and mind as we bless ourselves moving forward. I already am the love I wish to see in this world. Let's say this together. I already am the love I wish to see in this world.
power. We light this candle of power to celebrate our gift to this world. We acknowledge our ability to master our spiritual practices for greater goodness. We powerfully express ourselves as human and divine, and reading glasses help. <laughs> I am a master at my spiritual practice. Let's say this together. I am a master at my spiritual practice. Imagination. We light this candle of imagination to celebrate our gift to this world. We acknowledge our ability to envision our lives to be whole and complete. We imagine a world in perfect peace and harmony. I imagine my perfect life all day and every day. Let's say this together. I imagine my perfect life all day and every day. <laughs> understanding. <clears throat> we light this candle of understanding to celebrate our gift to the world. We acknowledge our ability to know and comprehend what truth is to unfold. We understand that truth for ourselves and others as we serve the goodness of this world. I am still and I know. Let's say this together. I am still and I know. Will. We light this candle of will to celebrate our gift to this world. We acknowledge our ability to choose our path as it unfolds in front of us. We determine the will of God through our Christ lens as we lead our lives towards awakening. My true self is the will of God. Let's say this together. My, My true self is the will of God. We light this candle of order to celebrate our gift to this world. We acknowledge our ability to adjust and find balance when we are out of equilibrium. 
we put ourselves in divine order as we organize our lives to the spirit of the soul. I take part in my divine order. Let's say this together. I take part in my divine order. Zeal. We light this candle of zeal to celebrate our gift to this world. We acknowledge our ability. We acknowledge our ability to passionately stand for the goodness we see in our lives and that of others. We spring forth with zeal and enthusiasm to do the things that ought to be done by us. I enthusiastically claim my divinity right now. Let's say this together. I enthusiastically claim my divinity right now. Release. We light this candle of release to celebrate our gift to this world. We acknowledge our ability to let go and deny the power we give to things that no longer serve us. We release everything unkind as we expand our awareness of what is God. I forgive and let go of what no longer serves me. Let's say this together. I forgive and let go of what no longer serves me. Life, we light this candle of life to celebrate our gift to this world. We acknowledge our ability to energize whatever is needed to live a life in fulfillment and harmony. We enliven ourselves and those around us in perfect peace and harmony. I celebrate my life in its highest good. Let's say this together. I celebrate my life in its highest good. And so it is, has always been, and will always be. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Unity Fort Worth podcast. You just heard this week's message and meditation. For the live streams and more information, go to unityfortworth.org.